edition of With All Due Respect. Strong opinions on politics, life, and entertainment. Welcome to another episode of With All Due Respect, the podcast that feels the city breaking and everybody shaking, and we're staying alive, staying alive. Greetings, everyone. I am Andrew Halker, your host for this precocious podcast. With me, as always, is my chief collaborator, Mr. Van Sanders. Mr. Sanders, the category today is motion picture soundtracks. Motion picture soundtracks. All right, Mr. Sanders, please complete the rest of this verse from the motion picture soundtrack, Midnight Cowboy. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear a word they're saying. Once again, please complete the rest of this verse. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear a word they're saying. Only the echo of my mind. Right? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. The correct answer was just driving around in John Voight's car. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear a word they're saying. Just driving around in John Voight's car. Summer of George, baby. As always, we'd like to thank the Anchorage Daily News for hosting this podcast on their platform and remind listeners that the very, very, very strong opinions you hear on this podcast are mine and mine alone and in no way, shape, or form represent the opinions of the Anchorage Daily News or their employees. Today on With All Due Respect, in politics, Anchorage Mayor Dave Bronson's Health Department Director Dave Morgan, who was to face a confirmation vote this week, resigned suddenly claiming he was the victim of political attacks. Spoiler alert, he resigned because he was unqualified, unprepared, and was about to be given the bum's rush. Also in politics, Governor Mike Dunleavy has announced a new $250,000 ad campaign to educate the public, funded by the public. We explain how this could end very badly. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears and your checkbook. In life, last week we got a taste of just how angry Anchorage really is. We got a whole lot of ignorance mixed with a whole lot of arrogance sprinkled with a big helping of what the hell. So this week, we look anger right in the eye and ask, With your bacon jam burger, would you like fries or tater tots? Mmm, that's a wise choice. And in closing comments, our podcast has generated some feedback on social media, so we're going to give the feedback some feedback. But first, saludos, my darlings, and you know who you are. You look marvelous this episode. Now, darlings, let's talk some crazy go nuts politics. politics. And now, for some politics. Last week, Mayor Dave Bronson's health department director, David Morgan, resigned after coming under scrutiny over his professional qualifications, his public comments, his social media posts about COVID, and his belief that a pandemic is a menu item at Panda Express. Boom, boom. Now, the locally... The emergence of the Delta variant has once again prompted health officials to renew warnings and encourage masks even for those who have been vaccinated. 
While half the state's population is vaccinated, unvaccinated individuals make up 99% of the hospitalizations. The new surge in cases has prompted many private businesses and organizations to require employees to be vaccinated. Even some popular restaurants in Anchorage, like Spinard Roadhouse, have returned to requiring masks for their customers. In response to the second wave of COVID, Mayor Dave Bronson nominated a public health director who, instead of acknowledging the seriousness of the Delta variant, actually questioned if the virus was still a thing. In a recent interview, Morgan was asked whether he believes the pandemic is still ongoing. Quote, I really can't answer that, he said. I think it's a definitional thing. It's a personal view kind of thing. So the person in line to become the next public health director is telling the public that he believes the presence of a pandemic is not based on any universally accepted scientific definition. Instead, it's a personal view kind of thing. Um, hey, Van, could you rustle up a definition for pandemic? Sure. So uh, first, let's start with the etymology of the word uh, pandemic, coming from two Greek roots, pan meaning all and demos meaning people, all people, pandemic. Um, the adjective definition uh, from Merriam-Webster is occurring over a wide geographic area, such as multiple countries or continents, and typically affecting a significant proportion of the population. If we go with the noun definition, um, it's listed as an outbreak of a disease that occurs over a wide geographic area, such as multiple countries or continents, and typically affects a significant proportion of the population. A pandemic outbreak of a disease. Ladies and gentlemen, not knowing that the pandemic is still a thing and not knowing that that thing is still a threat to public health, well, that should have been enough to disqualify Morgan. But this dude was just getting warmed up. During his vetting session with the Anchorage Assembly, he was questioned about the holes in his resume. He was questioned about being released in the wake of mismanagement. He was questioned about his controversial public comments. He was questioned about his controversial social media posts, where he not only downplayed, or as he put it, joked about the severity of the pandemic, but then he tried to walk it back. Each of Morgan's answers dragged on like he was trying to run out the clock. His answers were evasive and revealed. He appeared to lack even a basic understanding of the virus, at one point referring to it as Corvid. But to show you just how flagrantly unprepared Morgan was, he failed to get right the one name that should have been tattooed on his brain. The one name that the incoming public health director of Alaska's largest city should have written in permanent marker on his hand. During his vetting session with the Anchorage Assembly, he referred to the single most important public health official in Alaska as Dr. Zinkel. Morgan's entire testimony sounded like a weird scene stolen from the movie Ace Ventura. Bronson, it's Morgan. Morgan, where are you? I'm in Corvidville and Zinkel's the mayor. Okay, so all kidding aside, maybe now is the time for a little reminder for Mayor Dave Bronson or whoever is next in the queue to be nominated for Anchorage's public health director. Her name is Dr. Zink, Dr. Ann Zink, age 43, medical doctor, fellow of the American College of Emergency Physicians, graduated Stanford Medical, residency at the University of Utah, 13 years in emergency medicine, Eight years as emergency department medical director for the Matsu Regional Hospital. Appointed chief medical officer of the Alaska Department of Health and Social Services Division of Public Health August 2019. Has guided Alaska's public health officials through the last 15 months of hell. 
Her pandemic command center was a yurt. InStyle magazine named her one of the badass 50 healthcare workers who are saving the day. She was named Person of the Year by the Anchorage Press. Dr. Ann Zink, not Zinkel, not Zinky, it's Zink, Dr. Ann Zink. And the fact that the incoming director of public health for Alaska's largest city is incapable of pronouncing the one name he should be saying in his sleep proves that Morgan was not only unprepared, but he didn't care enough about the health of Anchorage to internalize the single most important name in this ongoing pandemic. Morgan was appointed by Bronson because they're kindred spirits when it comes to this pandemic. Together, they would have continued to put the city's health at risk. Think about this. Shouldn't public health be free from politics? Shouldn't public health be centered around good scientific data? Shouldn't the mayor's own personal views on the pandemic and the efficacy of the vaccine take a backseat to disseminating factual public information? In a normal world, the answer would be yes to all of these questions, but we're not living in a normal world. As a result of Morgan's appointment, Anchorage lost two of its top public health officials who, in my opinion, resigned rather than face with reporting to someone whose views would have continued to put the public's health at risk. Dave Morgan was a disaster, a walking, talking disaster for public health. He did the sensible thing by resigning. Hopefully, the next nominee to Anchorage's public health director will believe in science, know that COVID is actually COVID, and the most important voice in this entire public health crisis is named Dr. Ann Zink. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, turning to state politics. Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy is planning a $250,000 ad campaign to promote his new plan for the permanent fund dividend as state lawmakers prepare for a special session to discuss the dividend's future. Dunleavy's plan calls for enshrining a large dividend in the Constitution. During legislative hearings, there was significant testimony that the governor's proposal will cause billions in annual budget deficits. A spokesman for the governor said, quote, This latest effort is a continuation of the educational process. The timing of this re- is reflective of the House Majority's own survey that says 67% of Alaskans are unfamiliar with the governor's plans. Now, when the governor's office says it's the continuation of this educational process, let's remember, as we've discussed earlier on this podcast, the initial part of the educational process was to call lawmakers who disagreed with the governor's plans thieves, crooks, and liars. So now we've emerged from the attack your critics part of the educational process and moved to the public propaganda part of the educational process. As the governor's spokesperson said, according to the poll numbers, 67% of Alaskans are unfamiliar with the governor's plan. In episode 20 on this podcast, we talked in depth about these same poll numbers. 72% in Anchorage are unfamiliar, 65% in the Southeast, 61% in rural Alaska. For a total of 67% of Alaskans statewide who are unfamiliar with the governor's plan, according to this poll. Now, this is where the honesty and integrity of the Dunleavy administration will be on parade. According to this same poll, when told of the effects of the governor's proposal, 63% opposed the plan. So the question is, will the governor's ad campaign tell the entire story of his plan? Okay, so it's really important we take this poll step by step. According to this poll, when the question is, do you think the dividend should be in the Constitution, 65% say yes. When the questions start to evolve and take in the realities of the governor's plan, then the numbers drop like a rock. When the question is, do you think the dividend should be in the Constitution if it requires deeper state budget cuts, 
the number of who approve dropped from 65% to 48%. 48% say yes, 48% say no. So once you tell people, hey, we're going to put the dividend in the Constitution, but we're going to need significant budget cuts, they're like, eh, maybe let's talk about this. However, when the question is, do you think the dividend should be in the Constitution if it requires new taxes? Only 42% say yes, 53% say no. So the same poll the governor is touting to push his plan shows once Alaskans realize that putting the dividend in the Constitution will require future budget cuts and new taxes, the number of Alaskans who support putting the dividend in the Constitution drops from 65% to 42%. In fact, in this same poll, once Alaskans understand the specifics of Governor Dunleavy's plan, 63% of Alaskans say no. 63% oppose Governor Dunleavy's proposed plan once they understood the significant cuts in taxes that it would require to pay for it. So, question, will Governor Dunleavy's taxpayer-funded ad campaign tell the entire truth? Will they tell Alaskans that the governor's plan will cause billions in deficit? And since the governor's own actions show that there is really nothing left to cut from the existing state budget, will they tell Alaskans that means the billion-dollar deficits will obviously need to be paid by taxes? I mean, these are the questions. So will Alaskans hear the facts while their own money is being used to lobby them? Will an administration known for being dishonest with the public finally be honest with the public and tell Alaskans that the governor's plan will cause massive deficits and cripple the state's economy? We'll see. And now, let's talk about life. Let's talk about life. All right, let's talk some life. Social media platforms like Twitter can be often referred to as doom scrolling, a barrage of bad news, bad behaviors, and real bad takes on life. After growing up in Anchorage my entire life, along with Van, I look around and see a city that's beginning to look like Twitter. Divisions over the course of Alaska's history certainly have not been uncommon. Fights over land, access, statehood, the pipeline were not strangers to differing opinions. But this is different. This is much different. I am worried about Anchorage and our state because we have both a mayor and a governor stoking fires. We currently have a mayor who is the least qualified mayor in Anchorage's history, who has surrounded himself with people who are equally unqualified, who ignore science and the best advice from healthcare professionals, and who hires people in positions of public trust who believe the same. We have a mayor who isn't just interested in ignoring public health, he also wants to ignore the public health of over 40,000 local students. Last week, Anchorage School Superintendent Dina Bishop announced masks will be required for all people inside Anchorage School District buildings immediately. In response, Mayor Bronson demanded the Anchorage School District immediately reverse its decision to require masks. Now, why is the mayor getting involved in school district policy? He's stoking a fire. He's stoking his supporters. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been writing and commenting about public policy for over two decades. And as long as I have been doing that, I have been consistent about one very clear thing when it comes to the Anchorage School District. You do not mess with my school superintendent. In my mind, this is the toughest public position there is. On a day-to-day -day basis, not one public official carries more responsibility and more pressures as the superintendent of schools. I was protective of Carol Como, of Ed Graff, and now I'll be protective of Dina Bishop. With all due respect, Mayor Bronson, when it comes to the Anchorage School District and what's best for students, man, sit your ass down. 
there is only one person and one person alone who is ultimately responsible for the health and safety of 40,000 students who walk through the doors of local schools. And it ain't Mayor Bronson. It's Superintendent Bishop. So how about instead of telling the Anchorage School Superintendent how to manage one of the largest school districts in the country, you just focus on finding a public health doctor who you haven't dragged out of a cave, knows what the definition of a pandemic is, and remembers the name of Dr. Ann Zink. Meanwhile, as Mayor Bronson continues to fight with the Anchorage School District and stoke the anti-mask, anti-vax crowd, his disciples have been disrupting school board meetings, using profanity towards school board members, and angrily protesting in public. Last week, a photo was posted on social media of an anti-mask protester holding a sign that read, Remember, what Hitler did was also legal. So basically, Trunk History Guy on the sidewalk here is comparing the school district's policy to Hitler. Now, if anybody knows this particular gentleman, please pass along a message from the podcast. First, science doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. Second, if you're protesting a public policy by comparing it to the time of Hitler, and there are 20 brown shirts beating you into a coma for protesting... Congratulations. You don't know history as well as science. I mean, seriously, man. Calgon, take me away. Now, the point I'm trying to make is that it's so easy to be angry today. There is so much to be angry about. Between Bronson and Dunleavy, we have become regular diners of an unlimited buffet of conflict and strife. Even on this podcast, of course, sans the Winnie the Pooh segment. I mean, let's face it. Everybody is angry. Their tone is angry. Their signs are angry. Except there was one guy I came across last week who could be our salvation. Last week, I rolled out to have lunch with my boy E, and our server had this accent that made me feel like everything was going to be all right in the world. Not only was the dude an awesome server, but his voice was like this heavenly southern breeze, like top-shelf maple syrup pouring over waffles. So he strolls up to the table. He's all masked up, of course, because Spinard Roadhouse is a sensible, practical restaurant. So he strolls up to the table, all masked up, and he's like, how y'all doing? Time to look at the menus? Answer any questions? I was like, dude, I don't have any questions, but just please keep talking. It was like intoxicating. It was like everything was going to be okay. If not, just lunch. Taking my order, the server was like, All right, bacon jam burger, you want fries or tater tots? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if I could pick a voice for an inner monologue, that would be the voice. Even in the most passive-aggressive situations, it would totally be the best inner voice ever. Andrew, is that going to be our third or fourth mega-stuffed Oreo cookie? I lost count in between the gulps of strawberry milk. And by the way, why do we still have a diet like we're 13 years old? And ladies and gentlemen, and then I started thinking, what if we could dub all of the angry voices with this exquisite elocutionary masterpiece, a voice, a tone, a delivery that could soften even the hardest message? I mean, Governor Dunleavy's ad campaign might be easier to sell. Hey, y'all, I think we should put the dividend in the Constitution, but doing so will cause a bunch of new taxes. Good God, I mean a bunch, but it's all good, right? Mayor Bronson's missive to the Anchorage School District regarding mandatory masks might have come off a little softer. 
I have got to tell y'all, I strongly oppose the Anchorage School District's back-to-school mask mandate, and I strongly encourage them to immediately reconsider. As y'all can see by me using the word strongly twice, I feel real strongly about this. And finally, even Dave Morgan's assembly question and answers would have provided at least a little shred of affability. Mr. Chairman, it may or may not be a pandemic. It's kind of a personal view thing, because let's face it, science is a personal view thing. But rest assured, if there is a pandemic, I'm sure Dr. Zinkel has got this COVID thing all figured out, and she or he doesn't need help from little old me. In closing comments, recently Van and I announced some upcoming changes to the podcast. These changes spark some critiques and suggestions from our listeners on social media. Now, please allow me to paint a response for at least one of the suggestions we've heard. In 1957, a young actor by the name of Robert Evans was discovered by Hollywood's legendary Daryl Zanuck. Zanuck was so struck by Evans, he was cast in Ernest Hemingway's The Sun Almost Rises. The problem was nobody else wanted Evans on the set. His co-stars Tyrone Power and Ava Gardner didn't want him. The director didn't want him. Even Ernest Hemingway thought he was wrong for the part. So with the production at a standstill, the head of the studio, Zanuck, flew in from London rented a car in Mexico City, drove five and a half hours out to the middle of nowhere where the film was being shot to sit through just one scene. And when that one scene was finished, Zanuck rose to his feet and yelled through a bullhorn, the kid stays in the picture. Now, with the upcoming changes to With All Due Respect, we've seen some suggestions from our listeners. One of the suggested changes was to axe our introduction theme song. One listener even called it painful. Look, my friends, when it comes to the podcast theme song... The kid stays in the picture. There is the music, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Our podcasts are new every Thursday. You can subscribe on your favorite platform, and as always, they're available on the Anchorage Daily News website. Van, how about throwing us your website details? Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, if you visit abodabobrand.com, that's A-B-O-D-A-B-O-B-R-A-N-D.com. You can see a little bit more about what I do and uh, touch base with me. That is our time, ladies and gentlemen, and we thank you for yours.